0: Episode ninety two. Thank you all for listening to Episode ninety one Treason Day. How to double fist raw dogs. I'm Gray Lamarck here with my co host Raw Dog. And that's it.
1: Bear. <laughs> how to How to Raw Dog Bear? No, God no. 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 No, 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 no. Did you
0: pass that piss test?
1: I results haven't come back yet. Well. It was two days ago. Did Three. you take the piss test? Third trying to. I got so drunk this week I don't even know what day it is.
0: It's uh, it's Sunday.
1: So no, I didn't then. You didn't pass. No. Oh no, I didn't take it. No, oh. I forgot.
0: Well, that's okay. Yeah. Some I, people do do that.
1: I mean, I went to show up and no one was
0: there. Did you go on Saturday or did you go this morning? This morning. No. Well, that's probably why. Yeah.
1: It's. I mean, no one's open on Sunday. That's how I knew no one was going to be there. I smarted the system. You know. I probably just would have pissed out straight alcohol anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered.
0: Oh God. The, <laughs> I'm looking at this stuff. Thank you for, you know, listening what people listen to. So, like, Raptor Attack, A Blue Day in St. Louis. That's one you missed, right? No, I was there.
1: No, yeah, I did miss that one. You're
0: right. That was a good one. Yep. But uh, I don't know if you heard it. It it was fun. We had Justin on the Twitter covering. Um, yep, on the old tissue box. Uh, yeah, he was on the tissue box.
1: On uh, the tissue box.
0: Treason Day, How to Double-Fist Raw Dogs. I like
1: that. That was a good episode. I think it's good.
0: We had a good times because we had nobody there.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, just like, oh, yeah, just like today. It's perfect. Shocking. Shocking. Brandon so, had too many Miller Lights yesterday, I think, so uh, he couldn't make it.
0: I had the kids, so, you know, that's, that's just what
1: happens. Well, you know, you had a couple drinks. That's okay. Yeah. That's all you need. And sobered up, you know, after five hours. It was hot anyway, so it really didn't, I mean, you would have had to do a lot. Yeah. A lot to get there. Yeah. But, you know, you had water and diet soda, so you're good. Water and
0: diet soda. You had to be
1: responsible, which I didn't. So I acted irresponsible. Yeah.
0: Do you think you'll ever
1: have children? I mean eventually, maybe. Sure. Eventually
0: or evidentially.
1: How do I know that I don't have one right now? We don't know. See? I don't. So I I mean, I could. It's possible. I just I'm just not sure to be honest with you. So I'm not I'm not saying I don't. I'm saying it'll happen eventually. My TV's my kid. Your TV is? Yeah. My big TV. is my baby. Does that count? I yeah. take good care of it. I uh, feed it. <laughs> I burp it. You burp your I TV. I change it. I wipe it. I clean it. I just don't take it everywhere. I just leave it at home because it's responsible enough to stay there by itself.
0: Have you ever thrown anything at it?
1: Oh, fuck no. Have you <laughs> yelled at it? Oh, yes. <laughs> that That is a definite. Um, but no, I would never throw anything. That was... That was a pretty penny. No, thank you. Well, I'm not crazy.
0: No, I'm not either. So thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Did you see that Moments in Time he accidentally tagged us?
1: (laughs) I was so confused, and I didn't want to ask because I just – you know, I, I've never... You I've, even liked it. I did like it because I had to. I just didn't want to intervene. And that's I've,
0: when I think you realize, like, ah, oh, shit, I tagged the wrong podcast.
1: And I, um, I've um i never met Wes. I've heard he's a great guy, and yes, I would like is, to man. meet him. Um, and he, you know, we, we brought you, you, Chad, with him and said that, you know, he needs to he needs Skype to in or call in and, and, and get on the podcast uh, for a segment. So we, uh, we're we going to be in talks with Wes for that, um, see what kind of sports topics you know he doesn't have to be on for a full show that's a that's a long show if he wants to though i mean i certainly to, can
0: i want to talk about you know we'll, we'll find something probably in the next couple weeks before um you know we get into football season or after the 100th episode whatever I mean, but
1: if he has insight for football season it would be the perfect time to come on right yeah, before that, and we can have him on a couple because like i said i'm not sure who his favorite teams are i'm not sure what sports he enjoys most so Um, That that would probably even be good to get him on for is kind of do that and you know right right before the whole football season because you know you got to think the first three weeks we're gonna be doing previews again that's long long stuff right there
0: and you know I do want to get him on so we can hear about his music career what he's been doing who he's collaborated with you know give him some time there give him. You know, a good 20 minutes, half hour. I just want to ask him questions about that. Exactly. And, and what he's done. And, you know, we're, we're so grateful to have the song. I love the song. I still love the song every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm very proud of his success for him. He's just, he's a great guy. He's always been a great guy. And I look forward to, to having him on the show so that we can learn more about his career, how it's evolved, what he's done, how he got into it. Because he's been all over, you know, he's, he's my age, he's 32. So it's it, he's met a lot of people you know and yep. i i come at the he comes at it from a musical standpoint now i'm in the music business quote-unquote but from a merchandising standpoint and that's a lot different mm-hmm. and i want to see how he's got into it i was looking at some of his he does uh the collaborators where he has some videos that he does with people on how how they get into different uh aspects of what they're doing so i liked it uh, you know and I, I look forward to having him on
1: yeah absolutely so, I'm looking forward to that as well.
0: Yeah, so we'll get in touch with him and get him on here. Um, thank you to All Wear Clothing, first primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Again, thank you. We're looking forward to the shirts. 100th episode, going to be a good time. I hope Brandon can show up. Um, we know Sean, one of our sponsors, will be there. I think Steve um, from Savage & Associates, who is uh, allowing us to use that facility. Is going to be there, too. I invited him. I said, come have ha, come have a couple of drinks with us. Have a good time. Yeah. You know, there's no game there. I know we postponed this a week. And ironically, now uh, my kid's birthday is going to be that day that we were going to originally have that because I have to go to Boise. Um, you know, I, I look forward to doing that, the kid's party. And then the following week is just going to be us. And then uh, the week after that, I know there's now another birthday party. Week after that, we're in Bristol. Yep. And then week after that, he starts school. It's just insane. The week after that,
1: football starts.
0: Yeah. So we've got a busy summer. We're already in July, and it is just unbelievable to me that we are here already. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, we've been doing this, what, a year now, uh, the podcast? Yeah. And, you know, I've been very happy with it. I think we've evolved in what we're doing. We know what we're doing now. We, we are all self-taught. I can remember sitting in the garage last year. <laughs> it's hard what to believe hell? it's a fucking year yeah. that we're sitting out there with the wrong mics you know, we got all this shit hooked up and then we're good to go. And now we've got our podcast room in here. We, we have a great setup, you know, with our, we can see our sounds here. I've got my laptop. You've got yours. I actually use two, um, one to record all our stuff and one for my notes. Brandon actually evolved and no longer uses paper. <laughs>
1: he has his own tablet. I remember the first time he brought a newspaper,
0: right? And it was and just and us clipboard. It was just us three to start. And then stat parrot, you know, he filled in for Brandon when he had to take his sabbatical and, uh, but you and I, so this is now your 90th episode, and it is my 92nd episode. I've been here for all of them. I know you had to take that that one off, and for great reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we know Stat Parrot hasn't been here sometimes. Justin's filled in for two. Yep. You know we've had some good guests on. We've had uh, Nick on for hockey. We've had AJ on for SWG Motorsports. Mm-hmm. So we've had some good guests, and I know people keep telling us. Hey, you know, why don't you guys get some of these other guys? I, I've got some links to some more local wrestlers that we can get on, or local sports people, or even others.
1: And I mean, we have, you know, a couple other friends and family who will be on here for the 100th episode. Right. You and know. Shiv's
0: been on from the grown-ups. Yep. And, you know, help I, us out. I, I think that uh, Dan's called in. We've had Robbie in the lobby call in. We've had some good call in. Mommy called in last episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, so I, I think that. As, after the 100th episode, and as we continue to keep going with what we're doing and, and becoming more proud of what we're doing, I think that we will eventually reach out and start really targeting who we want to have on the show. We're going to learn more. Like, right now, our setup is they call on the phone. We put them up next to a mic, and that's it. And it worked out well. Mm-hmm. Would I like to Skype them? Sure. But we got to yep. know what we're doing when we're doing that. I know people have asked us about doing a YouTube channel. Yep. Eventually we will, but right now, you know, it's, it's, we're just focused on what we're doing and we're all busy. So we, we throw this together each week and we come at it with, with good information. Uh, some, something, we know a lot of shit, but there's a lot of shit we don't know. So we're going to continue to learn and, and tech. We taught ourselves this. We're self-taught. Uh, and doing this but when it comes to youtube channels and all this other shit and getting guests on and having a longer properly,
1: learning process it learning is curve
0: and we and if especially if we're going to have professional people on you know we're going to take a more professional approach to what we're doing and asking questions um, but it's still early stages for us you know like for example the grown-ups even though they're at 60 some episodes they've been doing this for three years Mm -hmm. And they know what they're doing. And they've had some good people on their show. They've had some actresses on their show. They've had a former NFL player on their show. They're doing big things. And, you know, I I hope to see them keep recording more and more and more because they're all busy too. And there's five of them. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're a fun show. And, again, I'm going to plug them because anything pop culture, go to them, the Grown Ups Podcast. They're awesome. They're local guys. They're all friends of mine. Um, they are just – they're great, and they are funny as shit. And hopefully at some point – I do want to get Brandon on here from there. I want to get Clay on. Jason, I don't know if we ever could. Jeff is the guy I really want to get on because he worked in Denver at the stadium, for the stadium. Okay. So he has some good stories in Denver, and he is a storyteller. He is the man. And you would love to hear some of the shit he has. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to get him on. Um, we got to just work all that shit out. So we'll continue on with our sponsors. Um, thank you to Crandall Quality Lawn Care. Sean, 419 704. I got to get out of uh, our previous things. 419 704 5471 is Sean. You can give him a call. He serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. And I got to scroll the globe and not. Ooh, we're going back to Canada. It's way up north. Hell yeah, it is. We're in British Columbia, almost Alaska. So, we're in some park. The, we're in a mountain. The Babin River Corridor, Province Park. I don't even have a picture. British Columbia. Interesting. Okay. So, Babine River Corridor. I'll have to ask Karen if I'm pronouncing this right. Provin- Provincial Park.
1: So, it's a park. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't
0: serve this park, which makes zero sense to
1: me. He should serve a park. You would think. There's probably a lot of grass there. Probably a lot of grass. He likes to grow grass, right? Something like that.
0: I would think. So here we go. Ah, Thank you to Verizon, True Technology Business Partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to their website, get in touch with a sales rep in your area. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC who will help you with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. And thank you to Ben Meyer. And you know what? I should probably tell them both about our 100th episode, too, and invite them out. Yeah. I should. You
1: should. Thank you
0: to Ben Meyer, Yard Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram. Go visit him on the Central Avenue Strip. He will get you in a new vehicle. Again, we've got three trucks on this show and a diet SUV. Check them out. You know, that's what we look for. So let's get over to Justin on the Twitter. Ah! he talked a little bit about Fighter Fest. Did you happen to see anything from Fighter Fest?
1: Um, not a lot. I was actually just um, got onto that cuz I'm trying to read through some of this right now. See how it goes.
0: Let's see how it goes. I know his question was in regards to that, so I will pull his question up. What are the best and worst, worst worst worst? Thinking of bratwurst. Worst moments from Spider
1: best. Um, I mean, looking over at what people are writing and all that, um, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid, I guess, was a really good match. Is what I was told. John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose and Joey Janella, which kind of surprises me. But didn't he? Um, Joey Janella. Yeah, didn't didn't um Moxley put him through a barbed wire table? Right. Did I not see... I did see oh, that, did. correct? Yep. Okay, yeah. Crazy. Um, I saw a low light, probably, of Cody Rhodes taking an unprotected chair shot. I mean, just brutal. I don't know if you... Did you see that? Mm. Brutal. Oh,
0: his headshot?
1: Yeah. To Cody? I did see that. Brutal. Sorry. It was bad. Um, you know, you got to say it's a low point because... And this is different. This isn't WWE, but... Every, we know everything about concussions now you know we under, we're understanding more and more every day and getting more knowledge than we had 20 years ago for sure. So still watching take some or watching someone take an unprotected chair shot to the head like that it's cringeworthy so cringeworthy I think
0: what I loved is and Justin's talked about him MJF who is like the Miz, fucking hilarious so they send him to cut a promo in a room full of people that play video games. So the virgin jokes are just there. Yeah,
1: because that's what this was, right? It was yep. alongside like a video game festival or something yep. like that, right?
0: So it's just hysterical. And the, uh, oh, God. One of the things, this dude like jumped back off, of, uh, of, uh, off the top rope. He jumped back and hit the ring apron with his back solid. <clears throat> you can see it right here. See this? Oh. Here you go. He's going to do it. Here, he, Drop. There, boom.
1: Oh, God. It's just brutal. Just back pain written all over it. Right. Goodness.
0: So that chair shot got him good.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, they have that? Mm-hmm. No, let me watch that one more time. Oh, God. That is just, that's just a nasty chair shot right there. Oh. oh brutal. Woof. And then uh, you got the table spot, too.
0: So, it said, first of all, if you're wondering how he got hit on the side of the head with a chair and bled like a stuck pig, it's because the chair was dented before Spears used
1: it. Ah, so it caught him.
0: Yeah. You can see... Look it. That's how it caught him.
1: Oh, he caught him right on the top of that. (laughs) That's what it is. He caught right where the chair folds. Right.
0: Yikes. (laughs) Look at what shows up.
1: Nerd! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. I love this homer.
0: But, yeah. So... This whole match, you know, he threw him on thumbtacks on his feet. Oh, God. Mm, boom. Oh, God.
1: Just brutal. Yeah, that'd be terrible.
0: Yeah. Top I- ten comments of the night. These men are cut from the same cloth, a particularly violent cloth. Cordray? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. If Jesse Pinkman went to Lucha Underground Temple, he might have become Darby Allen. True. Man, JR, has never sounded more Hank Hill-esque when he's <laughs> talking about Darby Allen. Hank Hill-esque. All I want to see is Moxley. 20 minutes into a great death match, shoot, grab a random TV monitor, and have it explode. These are just comments that people made. Oh, Fighter Fest. You know, and then he put, you saw, did you see this? He put him in a pool, Cody? No. It's fantastic. No, I did
1: not. Jesus. Yeah.
0: So, Fighter Fest looked fun. Um, you know, we can cover kind of what happened in there. So, the best friends, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, beat SoCal and Censors, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy, and Mark Queen. Mm-hmm. Ali defeated, what is it, Leva Bates? Yeah. Leva Bates?
1: Leva Bates. Ali.
0: Uh, let's see. Seema beat Chris Daniels. Riho beat Yuka Sakaza or Sakazazaki. No, whatever. Adam page beat Jimmy Havoc, jungle boy, and MJF Cody and Darby Allen fought to a time limit draw. Old the, school, the elite, which I, I kind of hate this Kenny Omega. And then the young bucks beat Lucha brothers. You know, they're just in Laredo kid. Um,
1: Whatever, John Moxley beat Joey Janela. That was the longest match of the night, by the way. What's that? Uh, the Elite versus... Oh, they the were, were all brothers. 20
0: minutes, and then the one was 20 minutes, 50 seconds, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, I still think that, yeah, it's doing good and it's riding high right now, but if they keep winning, the guys that are at the top, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, I, I wish, and this is, of course, when I wish Brandon was here because he actually watched the damn thing. So he could talk a lot more on it. I did not. I was busy um, last Saturday, so I could not watch this. But, um, you know, I think uh, obviously they're doing well. It's getting a lot of talk. Like you said, the the chair shot people are talking about because... It's insane. You know, like we talked about, WWE banned it because of the whole Chris Benoit murder-suicide issue. Um, so that's why they didn't. We know a lot about concussions now, and, I mean, that's just if you want to throw people on barbed wire tables and throw them on tacks with their feet, whatever. But I think we need to get to a point where we need to stop fucking with people's heads and brains, you know? I mean, that's, that's rough to watch anymore. And it's still like, you go back and you watch, uh, what was it? The 99 Royal rumble yes. when the rock drilled man kind of like 25 times in the head with a chair. It's just like, Oh God, you know, I, I don't get like queasy or anything like that. It's just like one of those things. just like, ah, oh, damn man. That's just, that's rough.
0: It's queasy, baby. Queaser.
1: I'm um, a chair, man. So the next um, show is coming up next week, next Saturday in Jacksonville. Uh, AEW Fight for the Fallen. Mm-hmm. They only have four matches so far. Brandy Rhodes versus Allie. Kenny Omega versus SEMA. Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks. Yep. And Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. All and, solid. And I don't know if that's going to be... Um, Will that be on I wonder if that's gonna be on like pay per view or
0: Maybe. I haven't looked.
1: Doesn't say. But it says all of the events proceeds are donated will be donated to victims of gun violence. That's awesome. Interesting. It's good for them.
0: It's in Jacksonville.
1: Yep, so the Daily's place. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be on pay per view, it'll be another bleacher report thing. I'm not sure. But it'll be interesting though. That's um
0: and then after that, they've got all out, which is their big one, yeah, which is the, in Chicago, August, right? Yep. Yeah. Wonder if we should go to that. It's probably sold out. I would think so. Yeah, it is.
1: And does football start that day?
0: Probably. Yeah. because so that's when what Moxley's fighting Omega. Adam Page is fighting Jericho for the AEW World Title. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun. We'll preview that once we get to it. Yeah. Um. But you know, we'll see what happens. Uh So, did you watch? I know it's been you weren't here or we didn't. We recorded the show before we had a whole show on Lex Luger. Yep. So we did not get to cover stomping grounds. And that's okay. But stomping grounds. So what happened was uh, you guys called it. Drew Gulak beat Tony Nese and Akira Tozawa uh, for the Cruiserweight title. So that was a loss for me. Uh, Becky Lynch beat Lacey Evans. KO and Sami Zayn beat The New Day. Ricochet beat Samoa Joe to win the U.S. title. And now has started a feud with AJ Styles, which I love. Mm Mm-hmm. And because, you know, Ricochet is the future. AJ Styles is 42 years old, but he's still fighting like he's in his 30s. Yeah. You know, he reminds me of Michael's (laughs) 20s. Right. And then uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan beat Heavy Machinery. Bailey beat Alexa Bliss. Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre. Kofi beat Dolph and Seth beat uh, Baron Corbin. And that whole thing, Lacey Evans, it was kind of shit. Lacey Evans was a special guest referee. And then, of course, you're like, oh, here it comes. She's going to screw him over. Here comes Becky, blah, blah, blah. Now they're fighting at the next pay-per-view. I think it's Extreme Rules. It's going to be uh, Becky and Seth versus Baron and Lacey, and its titles are on the line. Okay. Whatever team, it's winner no, take all.
1: No Brock appearance at Stomping Ground. Mm, you never know. No, no, no. Stomping it, Ground. No, no, no. Stomping Ground, no, there wasn't. Okay, because I made uh, – I said you – know. You did say that. So I just wanted to make sure. I did not watch it. Um, and then – I you know like how busy, um, and then I asked actually Jason and said should I watch this and he said no it sucked yeah it wasn't that great <laughs> so I was like okay I won't um, watch
0: it the uh, so the records for the day Brandon eight and one
1: nice
0: I was seven and two you were six and three Stat Parrot was five and four so updated standings I am forty three and twelve Bear is thirty nine and fifteen Brandon is thirty eight and sixteen it's coming. And Stat Parrott's twenty nine and twenty five. His last three
1: pay per views have been solid. He had a shit WrestleMania. So but... super
0: super showdown. Brandon was two, four, six, three, and one. We get because the fifty man battle royal we didn't count. Yeah. And but you had the best record there. You were seven and two. Well, you and I were both seven and two. Uh, and then before that at Money in the Bank, Brandon was two, three, four, five, six, and four. You were five and five. I was six and four. Stat Parrott's the one that got us. He was eight and two. Mm. Mm-hmm. and money in the bank. And wrestle, WrestleMania, motherfucker. Motherfucker. He did well there. He was 10 and 5. Brandon was you were 7 and 8. Jake was 9 and 6. I was 11 and 4. Ex-wife was 7 and 8 and Lauren was 8 and 7. That was my downfall.
1: WrestleMania.
0: Brandon 8 and 2 at uh, he was 8 and 2. So he must have started bad. 4 and 3 in Elimination Chamber, 6 and 3 at the Rumble. So he's but that's when you started eight and one, and I was nine and one because I got that extra because mm-hmm. I got the final four right.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, next week we'll pick. Um, extreme, thinking, rules.
0: extreme rules. Extreme yeah. rules. Yeah. That's already next week. Already next
1: week. God.
0: So Brandon's not here for the raw recap. So I'll just. Oh. Give you, I'll just give you a quick recap from what I remember. All right. So first off, let's let's talk about the big news this week. Is now. There are executive directors of Raw and SmackDown. We saw this. We knew something would happen, and this ex- this has to come directly from Fox, from NBC. No doubt. Because you know Vince wouldn't do it on his own. So he hired back Bischoff, who people weren't too sure about anyway. So he's the SmackDown executive director, and Paul Heyman's the Raw executive director. Now, how Raw started out was with a match instead of a pro, a 20-minute promo. Thank fucking God. Now, there's certain things that have always happened on Raw that have Paul Heyman's, like, mark on it, and you can see it. Uh Yesterday for sure had it. It opened up with a match. They blew up the damn Titan Tron. You know, the whole thing blew up. You can write off Braun now with his injury, and Bobby Lashley will be okay. But they went without the Tron for the whole night. Yep. So they're probably going to debut a new Tron next week. I wouldn't be surprised. Um which is and, awesome. They and, should
1: go back to the old school Titantron. And, right, that and was then, awesome.
0: And then from there, you know, it kind of went downhill a little bit. Um, you know, the the big thing there that I was telling you about was uh, on the sports episode. Drake Maverick comes into Raw. You know, he blindfolded his wife. He rolls her in. And she's like, "You brought me to Raw." She's got you got to choose between me and the twenty four seven times. He's like, "Of course I choose you." So they go out to the front row. She's all excited. He's there. You hear, "No way, Jose!" I'm like, "Why the fuck is he coming out?" And then at the end, you see. R-Truth just dancing and just doing his dance with no, you know, the no way Jose stuff. And he lays down on the barricade for Drake to pin him. His wife just stands up and stares at him and he sits back down and he gets back up. So he's going out later on and he congratulates, you know, towards the end, R-Truth on his marriage and everything, or not our truth Drake on his marriage and everything else. And then he turns around, he hits him with his suitcase, pins him, and then they get up and leave with his wife. So, it is what it is, and that has been the most fun is the 24-7 title shit. Just our truth is great. Drake Maverick's great. You got the guys there that, that just have fun with it, and I don't know if you saw when he pinned him on the tarmac. Did you see that? When um,
1: Yes. Yeah, that was when they went to uh, Europe, Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah,
0: because what's his name?
1: That was uh, before Super Showdown or whatever it was. Uh, Kobe Bryant.
0: No. Ginger Mahal. Oh. Ginger Mahal wins on the tarmac and then yeah. he gets it back by pinning him while he's sleeping on yes, the plane. While
1: he was passed out on the plane and then he locked himself in the bathroom. Yep.
0: Yeah, it was it was that's been funny. And then last week, so we had Ricochet and A. J. Styles fight. AJ Styles beat Ricochet in a non title match for the US title. And the best part of that was this 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 past Monday is he slapped like A. J. Styles heard from, you know, Gallus and Anderson that Ricochet is talking shit. He's better than you. Blah, 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 blah. And he, he didn't say anything. He's like, I didn't say anything. So AJ goes up and just smacks the shit out of him. Ricochet comes back, smacks the shit right out of him. Nice. And so they go. They have their match, another main event match. It was good. Um, he pins him. AJ does. You think he wins the US title, but you saw his foot go under the rope. You're like, oh, something will happen because there's still 10 minutes left in the show. Mm-hmm. And then you know they bring a ref. The ref comes down and says, no, his foot was under the rope. You got to keep going. So they keep going. They continue on with their title match. Ricochet wins, and then, you know, A.J. shakes his hand and then just beats the shit out of him with Gallus and Anderson. So, A.J.'s heel turn finally came. Yeah. Um, you know, it.
1: Uh,
0: I, I don't even know what to say.
1: It needed to happen. It, it did. It had to. It did. He's been a face for really long now. Um, I mean, it, you know, it sounds good. Obviously, yeah, you put that Heyman touch. I don't think Bischoff's quite on SmackDown yet because you got to think Heyman's been with the company this entire time, so he knows all that backstage shit. Bischoff probably gonna have to take a little bit to get in because SmackDown started off with a Kevin Owens segment with McIntyre and Shane McMahon, right? All that crap. Like you said, SmackDown again, not very exciting. You know, lackluster matches. You had. Um,
0: no, you've got Samoa Joe since he lost title. He's gonna be in the main with Kofi.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're gonna that let that feud go on. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan still out there doing whatever. You still got the New Day out here. You know, a couple. You know, you had Bailey and Alexa Cross and. Uh, after Alexa Crosses. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, sorry. I think I'm Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Um, get that mixed up. Yeah, Nikki Cross and her little segment. I mean, it's it's too many stupid segments. And the thing is, I think Bischoff's going to be great, but you got to remember is that what was Bischoff? Dude, all he did was segments and shit like that. There right. wasn't a lot of wrestling in WCW. Right Now, when he came back, I don't know. I know he was general manager. But I don't remember what his role was, but um, do you— I wonder what his role was. We'll have to look that up and see.
0: He was Raw General Manager.
1: Yeah, but what... I mean, yeah, he was Raw General... But what was his role? You know, what did he do behind the scenes? I know probably he was a, Raw General Manager.
0: Yeah, he was probably basically what he is now.
1: But it's just... Like I said, I mean, SmackDown just... It's not great, man. And you got to get better. And you got to keep getting better. Now, you said... I remember you texting me. They said, "Holy shit!" on Raw, right? Yeah, let something slip. So, said, I, oh
0: shit! Yeah, that was uh, um, code or Corey Graves. Yeah,
1: and that that doesn't happen. Um, you know, if it's accidental, it gets bleeped out. Um, so obviously, And
0: they, it's an eight-second tape, so he had yeah. every opportunity to take it off. So yeah. obviously, they're, they left it for a reason.
1: Yeah, they're, they're pushing it. I, they're they're going to throw in these little subtle hints,
0: and they're pushing it because Fox wants them to be more like that. Exactly. But that's that was NBC. You know, yeah. Raw staying with NBC. And SmackDown's going to Fox, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's going to, you're going to see this more and more. It's going to get a little edgier on the, the commentary. Like I said, you're not going to see uh, women out here in bra and panties, you know, but it's going to get a little bit edgier. I think you're going to get some edgier uh, storylines, you're going to get edgier announcers, promos. All that stuff. I would. I would not be shocked if you start seeing more and more get pushed here for when they go to Fox and NBC in what October, November.
0: Well, Raw is
1: staying on NBC. Well, right, but um, SmackDown go to Fox, and that's November.
0: Right? right, right,
1: right. Okay. So, but like you said, it's still. I still think they're. You know, they're not very exciting. They need to. They need to get better, so we'll see what Bischoff can do. We'll see when he starts taking over this role, and see if he, because he is also a master of surprises. Though the dude's a creative son of a bitch. I mean, you got to think he put together like one of the most craziest sto- wrestling storylines of all time with Hogan turning. You got to remember that. He also had a lot of bad ones too, but he does have good ones in there. So, but all creative people do. Not everything's perfect.
0: And next week, I do want to watch. Um the Uncensored 1996. Yeah. The, the, the Towers of Doom. Because, you know, I was like... I, as a kid, I remember it being like, oh, this is neat. This is awesome. And then I watched them like...
1: <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep watching them. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> last week.
0: But we can watch it because there's, there's good spots in it. But other times you're like... You
1: forget like how much talent was in there. Oh, yeah. And WCW at the time. Hogan, Macho. Arn, Rick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely insane the amount that's in there
0: a loser named Lex like there was so much shit there alright so Lex
1: Luger Lex Luger
0: so some uh, the, the best moments or 4th of July WWE's most patriotic moments okay so I don't have us watching anything um, the, the so tribute to the troops has always been awesome Yep. you know it's important and what they do and they give back they do it at a, at a base so pretty awesome that they do that um, another thing I pulled up was John Cena's WrestleMania 31 entrance video. It was, uh, like Rusev came out. That's when Rusev came out in a tank, which was awesome. <laughs> but Cena had his entrance and, um, and the video had like Ronald Reagan, Martin Luther King Jr. Bald Eagle deserves a spot. So, uh, there Hulkamania defeats all foreign nations back right. in the day. I don't know if you remember that.
1: I don't, but that sounds about, that sounds like something they would have done in the 80s.
0: So, at that point, he'd be like Canadian Earthquake, the Iraqi sympathizer, Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter.
1: Slaughter. Yeah, so that'd be 91. Yeah.
0: Hulk Hogan, when he became Mr. America?
1: I am a real American.
0: Well, he became Mr. America.
1: Oh. I am a... Oh, no.
0: Still a real American.
1: Not when he was with the NWO. Uh No. Hollywood Hogan?
0: He was a traitor. That was awesome. Traitor. Uh, John Cena was the one that broke the news about Osama Bin Laden's capture and death to the arena full of WWE fans. Nice. And so we're going to listen to this because he did it with the most PG wording that you could possibly think Screw
1: of. Screw you, Osama.
0: So we're going to listen to it. and compromise to a permanent end
1: Osama Bin Laden compromise to a permanent end what a nerd you know though he didn't I mean you know what he would have said But
0: that was at Extreme Rules by the way Mm.
1: what year was that?
0: 2011 Had to have been, yeah, because I was on the road when I found out. I was in a bar. I found out eight years. I was in a bar, I think, in Pennsylvania. This is something tonight.
1: But I feel damn proud to be an American. America. America. If that doesn't make you want to eat hot dogs, I don't know what does. So patriotic. So
0: patriotic. All right. How about uh, we covered last week, loser named Lex body slams. Mm -hmm. Yokozuna. Yoko. How about, I don't want to watch it, but Lex Luger's tribute video, I'll be your hero. Oh, God. It sounds terrible. Um. Vince McMahon and the WWE roster salute America after 9-11. Now, remember, it was the first sports-esque yeah. thing to take place. I mean, we could probably watch this. It's only eh, four minutes. it's
1: not 4th of July. Like, it's, but it's most patriotic. But it's not 4th of July. It's 9-11. We'll watch it in September. Fine. Because then, well, then why don't we just watch Luger slam someone on the 4th of July in September? We could. That doesn't make sense. It's 4th of July stuff. That's what we're here for.
0: Fine. Will you talk about 4th of July stuff. I'll find us some 4th of July moments. You find
1: me a 4th of July moment. There probably won't be many. Maybe a couple. That's about it. Um, no, I do have some questions from Jason, though, or comments. So while you're looking that up, you just let me know when to stop, and I'll stop halfway through these. Gary putting Brandon in the torture rack is equivalent <laughs> to Brandon buying diner, not dinner, diner, because he can't spell, for you guys. Or Bear cutting back on liquor. So he's saying you probably can't do it.
0: I could do it. I'm going to kill myself doing it, but I'm,
1: I can do it. Yeah, we're going to have to push this back to next week, by the way, because Brandon isn't here.
0: And I'm not going to do it for just uh, 20 bucks because I need the stat paired here, too. So when we're all here... That's true. And I got to... Dude, like, and you you could admit, Jake's 190, 190 pounds. Yeah. And granted, Brandon's heavier than him. Yes. But you could admit, I threw up Jake like it was nothing. But it did kill my shoulder, like my right broken shoulder. So, dude,
1: I'm going to have to lean the man over to the left or I'm going to die. Better hope he doesn't have a big lunch that day.
0: Oh, God, dude.
1: Better hope he doesn't have a big lunch that day. Uh, I might
0: have to throw some practice and be like, Brandon, come here. we got to practice. <sighs> it's going to hurt, man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Could I? I Just pick three, up a couch. Three years ago, prior to broken shoulder, when I was at my peak, done it easily. Well, yeah. Now? Ugh, God, I don't know, because I'm 30 pounds lighter than I was then. Good luck. And he's 30 pounds heavier than he was then. I might
1: die. Yes, you may. Good luck. I'm not helping. I already said I would. Well, was. you have to be
0: there in case I do die. I'll you take a and, picture of it. Well, you and Jake got to be there in case I can't get him up there
1: I'll, <laughs> so uh, I don't die. I'll put a Snapchat out there. I don't want to die. I'll put a Snapchat out there. I'm not spotting you. Damn it. Sorry. Two. <laughs> Raw was half entertaining. Truth continues to steal the show. Yes. What was your favorite part of this past Raw? I well, just kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, pick a favorite part. I would assume for you it would have been the opening as they go through the set. I mean, you had me watch that. Dude, dude so, I because mean, I didn't expect it. It was awesome. I would say that. But that was the only part I caught. He's
0: right. R Truth steals the show. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of high spots. Uh, R Truth steals the show. He's just funny. Like, and what he's doing and the whole thing with Drake Mavericks, great. Uh, but Ricochet and AJ Styles, I could watch them fight numerous times. They're great.
1: Okay. They're fun to watch. So favorite then. You have to pick one. Uh give me the opening because
0: okay. I didn't expect it.
1: Good. Number three. Do you think Samoa Joe's theme music is a rib? The trumpet sound the trumpet sound mimics a big fatty walking. <laughs> Listen to it and you decide.
0: Hold on. Pull we're doing it. Pull up Joe's music. Samoa. Joe
1: The B. trumpet sound mimics a big fat fatty walking. <laughs> so is it like That's what he said. Here, I'm going to pull it on this computer. I hope Samoa Jill listens to this.
0: I'm going to pull it on the other computer so we can listen to it through here. But um do you think and here's my question for you that when you listen to it does it remind you of family guy how he does the remember the fat guy walking?
1: <laughs> Stop. When cuz it's Chris who does it, right? Yeah. Why are you going to do that? Stop. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Here we go. All i got
0: to press the button.
1: Let's see this. <laughs> 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 yes, it does. <laughs> Can, <laughs> that's him stopping because he's out of breath.
0: Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm
1: just, tru- I'm just listening for the trumpet. That's it. <laughs> I've... Ignored everything else except trumpet. And he kind of walks to that, too. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, you got to listen to that. It's called Destroyer.
0: So uh, there's one other thing I do want you to listen to while we're doing this because it just made me think of it. It's uh, it's trumpet moped. Or was it a moped? I think it was. It's the funniest damn video I've ever seen in my life. It is fucking hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Literally a guy on a moped. With a guy on it <laughs> playing the trumpet behind this to sound sounds, like it's sounds a It like bike. a Harley. That was hilarious. I'm going to show, I'm gonna have to show that
1: to the people at work.
0: Oh, that is fantastic. They would love that. No, so since, you know, we were just talking about... <laughs> Hold on, don't,
1: did he text again? No, I just read his next question. Hold on,
0: because I, I do got to do the
1: YouTube... I Remember, I don't read these questions until they show up and we're going to... So
0: we got to do the... Fat guy. Jesus. Music. Family. Was it Family Guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Fat there. Man Trombone. Music. Bone. Yep.
1: Now, you got to put in the. Tr- there there it, is. it is. Stewie. Fat guy. <laughs> Stop it. Wah wah. Wah <laughs> that'll be, be $60. Oh my gosh, it's so fantastic. That's yeah, you got to look that one up too. Stewie playing the trumpet or on I videos. wish Brandon was here for this one. No, right. Number 4. Is Brandon excited for Stone Cold's new series on USA Network? Oh, yeah, he doesn't have cable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, he does have USA. Remember, he gets to pick seven channels or whatever it is.
1: God, yeah, but that one just made me laugh as I was reading that.
0: Yeah, remember I sent the text last night that that exists?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he could do it on Hulu. He could pay $50 for 50, and it's like good 50 channels. That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to dump DirecTV.
0: I have DirecTV now. I have 120 channels, and I pay 60 a month. Yeah, I'm just... But I got grandfathered in because they lowered the packages now, and it's more expensive. I just
1: man i i don't know i just i'm done paying for that and the only reason why i have DirecTV is for the sunday ticket like that is literally it
0: yeah and they're they're gonna have that out for like disney to bid amazon all
1: I'm, that shit. i'm waiting waiting for them because once that goes to streaming i'm done with DirecTV. i'm just gonna do hulu 50 bucks you get like 50 channels and it's all the good I, channels i have and your locals
0: i have hulu DirecTV now netflix i'll probably have disney plus when that comes out in november because of the kid. A lot of this is the kid. I mean, he watches yeah. Netflix all the time. Hulu's more of me,
1: but he watches Sonic on Hulu. He loves it. I watch Hulu and Netflix all the time. And WWE Network. Yeah. That's all I do is stream. I barely even watch cable, so why pay for it if I'm not watching it? It's right, ridiculous. Right. $150 effing dollars. What else you got? All right, number five. Who returns to the WWE first? Presidente Trump or Kane? Kane. Yeah, i will say Kane because he's going in the Hall of Fame. So Eventually. Kane. Kane. That was easy. Another. The Rock or Sasha?
0: <laughs> Sasha.
1: The Rock. <laughs> Seven. That's it, bro. Thanks,
0: Jason. Okay. Um, from Jeremy, first of all, he'd like to suggest a short segment to add to our sports show starting next week. Okay. I like this, by the way. He Not thro- this show, the sports show. The sports show. Okay. He throws a trivia question, or maybe a few, your way for you all to answer. Then we can keep track of correct answers over the weeks till maybe the end of the year to see who the champ is. I can text it to you during the show and then answer once you all have made your guesses. Just a thought. I like it a lot. Yes. So that's a done deal.
1: No multiple choice.
0: (laughs) All right, just a thought, and I, I like it. As for wrestling, I'm sure... You guys will cover the big news, big news that broke last week with Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff running Raw on SmackDown. This is exactly what I wanted, was two separate guys running the shows. This could be great, but a lot of feedback I'm hearing is that this will change nothing and is only for appearance. What do you guys think? I personally think Eric and Paul are not yes men, so if they don't have the power here, they will leave. Obviously, Vince has final say, but if he rejects every idea thrown his way, those two will quit because I don't think they'll put up with it.
1: Um, I have to respectfully disagree. I Paul Heyman's been with the WWE for a long, long time now, and he hasn't yet. Um, I think they get along great. And Bischoff is, um, you know, obviously all that shit's behind them. And Bischoff's older now. Um, I think he understands what his role would be as executive director. I don't, you know, he still is outlandish like that, but I still think he could respectfully get along with Vince. And, I agree. Uh, with his ideas, and I, like you said, I mean, we keep saying this. I know Vince is still always the puppet master, but I still think Triple H is a lot more of that than we think he, he is. He's
0: well, I don't think he is yet. NXT, I definitely think he. But is. I think he's
1: a lot more than we. Th- I think he has a lot more power than we actually think he does. I think oh, he makes I'm sure he does. I don't. I mean, I'm sure I don't he's think he makes swerving all the, the good. Deci- sh- yeah,
0: like I'm sure Triple H makes bad decisions. We all do, but I'm sure a lot of the good stuff is him swerving Vince.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I, I'm sure that there's some. There's ways in there to finagle some of the things Vince says yes to, you know. That's what I think at least. I don't know. We're not behind the scenes of that. I just – I think of where they're at right now though. Um, You know, it's to get them – it probably is though. It's probably to get them on the right track, get guys who know what they're doing, um, get them to Fox, and then train these other younger guys who, you know, like the road dogs of the world and these guys to be directors instead of just road agents or just, just creative, you know be these executive directors that they can be. And I think that may be it too. So they're probably going to use that. I mean, because you got to think Bischoff was executive director or whatever the hell president of WCW for what? Five years, six years. Yep. I mean, dude, know what he was doing. So he's got great experience. I mean, he's done it with other shows. It's not just that. Obviously he has a successful podcast with Conrad as well. And why is no one giving him credit? When's Conrad going to the WWE hall of fame? Because I mean, shit, he got Bruce back. He just got Eric back. Shivani's fucked, and Jr. is obviously with AEW. I, Jr. never went anywhere, but which, by the way, I haven't listened to that podcast yet of you. Jr. grilling Jr. with Conrad. No, I haven't. I, I need to uh, I need to uh, listen to that because I haven't gotten into it yet. Um, I'm behind on my 83 weeks, so I'm now trying to catch back up with that. But um, I. Dude, I'm telling you what, I think this is good for them. I don't think that it's going to be how it is. I think that they know. But I think Jeremy's ha- kind of on the right path with that of they're just going to be there for a little bit to train you know, younger people to be there. I don't think Bischoff's going to be you know, in that role for the next five years. Dude just turned 64 a couple months ago, I think. Right. So he's a little bit older. And, I mean, Heyman's, Heyman looks like he's like 100, but didn't we think he's like 53. 56 or something? Yeah. He's still young. Heyman's got a while. So Heyman, I think that's why he got raw, you know, because he's there. He's going to be – that's the A show, and he's going to be there for a little while. Bischoff, being older, is probably just going to be there to to train his replacement, more or less, get someone, I would think, to get there. We'll see. It'll be interesting uh, if these ratings start going up or if they do start going more PG-13, any of that, because I think they could.
0: What else do you think uh – which way do you, do you think WWE goes with this when as they head into Fox?
1: I, I think they go the PG-13 route. You know, just like we talked about earlier with Corey Graves saying shit on you know air. Um, if announcers are doing it and it's not people in the ring, you know the people in the ring will be short to follow behind them. Like I said, I don't think it's going to get too graphic or get too gross. Storylines may be a little bit raunchier. The talk may be a little bit raunchier. But I don't think it's going to be like it was in the past, you know. I just to the to that extent. I think it's going to be more controlled, can what controlled adult humor? I don't even know if that's a thing, but I'm saying it's going to be a thing. So that's my guess of what's going to happen.
0: I but, could agree to that.
1: I mean, what do you think? In all honesty with, with you know we've, that's what we've always been talking about for the last few weeks now is how it's going to churn to go to Fox so I have a feeling you're on board with that also. Yeah I
0: think you know they're going to go to the PG-13 route they have to Fox wants them to you know I know they're still trying to keep their fans, but I think they're more worried about their losing fans now and some are going to Aew so we'll see
1: um, they're only getting like a 1.6 rating man. I mean that's shit yeah it's not, not good. good
0: no so um, you know I think we'll see. we've got time.
1: Yeah, yep. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like when Bischoff takes. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we'll see it in SmackDown. You know, maybe they'll just know when he takes over, sort of thing. I, I don't know. We're gonna find out though. It'll be. That is correct. <laughs> take your shirt off for me, Chris Farley.
0: Nah. All right. So it is July seventh. Yes. Sorry. So you know, this is one of this is one of the most important days in wrestling history.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it the is
0: the 23rd anniversary of the, the turn. N W O the oh, yeah. turn.
1: When I um when I saw this that we were gonna get this date, I was like, well, shit, that's perfect timing, right? Because it was gonna be talked about regardless. Mm-hmm. But the hat, the fact that it's it's coming sh- that's what out, we should have
0: watched today.
1: But we've watched it already. Yes, we yeah. we have. But I mean, we can talk about it. The fact that it's coming out now. I mean, it's still one of those things that um i went back and i've been watching some older nitros back in 96 again like leading up to this and i'm just at the point where nash just came in after scott hall's been there a couple of times just leading up to it and everything and hogan coming back because he was doing movies and shit like i i see why nobody saw this coming it's absolutely insane they built the storyline so perfectly so perfectly um i i enjoy watching it um, I, I think it's great. It was obviously ginormous for wrestling. I don't think if that ever happened, um, wrestling would be as popular as it is as it was then or is now, to be honest with you. Right. I mean, there was already a quote-unquote Monday Night War, but there really wasn't until this happened. I right. I mean, this is when it got turned up. And how awesome is it that, you know, you can— well, I mean, I, I was too young for it. Maybe you remember it. if you. I do. If you watched it.
0: I was a big fan. I was nine years old.
1: I, I did not. I was five. Um, actually, four at that time. Right. I, I wasn't quite five. I'd be five in August. Yeah, I was nine. So. so stat
0: parrot wasn't born yet. No.
1: No, he wasn't. And he, Br- you know Brandon was probably yelling, Stone, God! No, no, no. no.
0: This, is the, this is how he probably was. Thirteen days later, the stat parrot is born.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he was Oh, God. Thirteen days after
0: this, Stat Parrot is born. Yikes!
1: Right. Didn't even see the best turn in wrestling history. I know. But yeah, it's just—I mean—it's cool to think back on and, and see. You know, they obviously obviously—you're never going to see anything like that ever again. They'll never be a star as big as Hogan was to turn like that ever. No. So the only time it'll happen again is maybe past our time when we're all gone and no one remembers that shit anymore. And
0: a turning would be well, it wouldn't even be that big.
1: No, I Nothing mean because be like Hogan. Cause people that's the thing is everybody loved Hogan. People hate half the people hate Cena, half the people love. Him. That's the other thing is the fans I think kind of screw it up because even then everyone you know like you said everybody loves Hogan and everyone did then and when he did that I mean you see when it just the ring gets littered and I love because obviously you've heard it on 97 different podcasts but I love the fact that on each one it was admitted that they did not tell Heenan and Shivani and I think Dusty Rhodes was on right. there as well. And that just makes it like Tony Schiavone going off air saying, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. Yeah. And like,
0: Bobby Heenan, like, is he the third guy? You know, and he's because they had no idea.
1: Yeah. It's, it's amazing that they didn't tell them because I think that makes it even better. And that's what I liked about that most is that, you know, obviously the announcers are in the know of everything. And some announcers say, no, nah, I don't want to know. But him. You have a better reaction. Yeah. Them not knowing, like Bischoff leaving them in the dark. The only people that knew were the people in the ring that night. That's yep. it. There's not n- – nobody else knew. It was Hogan, Macho, Luger, Nash, Hall, Sting. Bischoff. Sting. Sting was there too, yes, and Sting. That was it. Nobody yep. else knew. That's absolutely unbelievable that you could pull something off like that. You couldn't do it that – Remember all age. the trash that was in the ring? Unbelievable. I mean, everything. That thing filled up so quick. Because what did he call and it? And they took it too. Like, while he was cutting he his promo. kept calling
0: New World Organization – yeah. Uh, new, but it's New World Order. But, you know, he – dude, I mean, Hogan, like right there when he turned, I mean, he, it was fucking great. When you go back and watch it
1: – You have to because you have to see everyone's reaction when he drops a leg and everyone's just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? It's like it, – It takes him a little bit what, to understand what's going on. What do you think was on? more
0: of a shocking moment, that or Taker's loss?
1: Um – see that's tough because they're two different things i know they are but i got to see takers loss so to me that was a little bit more shocking because i didn't think that was ever going to happen remember but watching back looking, i had hugging. my
0: shirt because i was there for it yeah my eat sleep break the streaks shirt yep I'm like keeping it yep stoked um yep i, I mean, was jumping for joy like a little kid
1: i was about to say to be able to watch that that, was, that would have been it right there, for me at least, because I never thought that would have happened. I watched,
0: but, I watched this and didn't understand it quite you know, mm-hmm. as much as I do now and like ho, uh, yeah. how much of you know, the magnitude of it. And it was humongous, and it, it, it was huge, and we, we got to see some great things. So before this, here's a question for you. What do you think prior to this moment was the biggest heel turn in wrestling history?
1: A few come to mind for me. Um. Well, really, one. Before this, I mean, Sergeant Slaughter's a big one. You have to think that. Yeah. Going to Iraqi Sympathizer, not close to the magnitude of what this is, but he was a big, I mean, he was a top star. Well, so. mine was uh, Michaels and Janetti. Yep. Yep. That's very good. Sweet chin music. Very and good. Throws him right through the barbershop window. Right to the barbershop window. That's right. Uh, macho on Hogan. Yeah. That was a big one when he became the Macho King. Um, the Macho Me. Probably, I mean, you got to think too, you got to think uh, Andre on Hogan. Mm-hmm. That no one, I mean, I shouldn't say people didn't think that was going to happen, but I mean, that was big because Hogan looked up to Andre and all that. They played that storyline out well. Mm-hmm. Very good. But nothing to the magnitude of what happened there. I mean, everyone loved Hogan forever saw that it was just it was off. And then you know, and then everyone started loving the NWO. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, how they played it off with Hogan, like he's like he wants to do something different. It was still I don't want to say it was stalling out because people still love Hulkamania, but still got my hulkamania shirts. But you know, it was it was a big deal, man. And to see and to know what we know now, I mean that was just humongous. And even the other things on that card, listen to the other matches on that card. So, this was 23 years ago.
1: Bash at the Beach, right?
0: Yep. Uh, in 96. So, Mysterio, there were 8,300 in attendance, by the way. 250,000 homes watching it on pay-per-view.
1: That's a, that's a big number.
0: That's 90,000 more than the 1995 edition cause, because of Hall and Nash. Yep. That it went huge up number. fucking 50% because of them. So, here you go. Mysterio beat Psychosis. John Tenta beat Big Bubba Rogers. In a Carson City Silver Dollar match, DDP beat Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Nasty Boys beat Public Enemy in a double dog-collar chain match. Dean Malenko beat Disco Inferno. Steve Mongo McMichael beat Joe Gomez. Ric Flair beat Conan uh, to win the U- United States Championship. Giant and Kevin Sullivan beat Arne Anderson and Chris Benoit. And then the Outsiders and their mystery partner fought to a no contest. No
1: contest. Yep. That match never finished.
0: It never did. So um, a lot of things happened many other years ago. But that, of course, is the biggest thing that we're talking about. Um, Sting, his, he got his first championship win at uh, Great American Bash in 1990. It's almost 30 years ago. So that was big. Yes. So Stinger. even that card, you know, you had Big Van Vader beat Tom Zank. Steiner Brothers beat the Freebirds. Midnight Express beat the Southern Boys. Uh Lex Luger beat Mark Callis.
1: Taker. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: to retain the United States Championship. And Sting beat Rick Flair. Woo! Two. Mike Rotunda beat Iron Cheek. Brian Pillman beat Buddy Landell. Doom, which was Ron Simmons and Butch Reed, beat Rock and Roll Express. Paul Orndorff beat Sid uh Paul Orndorf, Junkyard Dog, and El Gigante. Uh beat Sid Vicious, Arn Anderson, and Barry Windham Uh yeah. Harley Race beat Tommy Rich. Yeah, dude, there was so much shit that went on here that you're like, damn. Uh, Man, 16 years ago, Booker T beat Christian to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship for Montreal, Quebec, Canada uh, on Raw. Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton match was official for for SummerSlam. Um, Brock Lesnar hits fan at Raw with part of a car door in 2015. I don't remember that. Oh, God, it was fantastic. Um, Hmm. WWE misleads glad with their punishment of CM Punk. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of the big stuff that happened here um, on this day. So, like we said, big thing. If you could check it out on the network, 1996 Bash at the Beach, the turn. If you've never seen it, if you're a true wrestling fan, you know what this is. You've been there. It's like the Montreal Screwjob. It's like any other thing that's happened here. King of the Ring with the, with Stone Cold Steve Austin because that was what 97. That was 96. Ninety six, King of the Ring. That
1: um, was May. That was like two months, mu- or yeah, two months. Before. Right before, yeah. yeah.
0: So, and if that that wouldn't have happened, had the Click not did their thing at the Garden, so many things happened between ninety six and ninety seven. If you're a wrestling fan, ninety six to ninety eight really was your your time. I mean,
1: even in the ninety nine. Yeah, into ninety nine. Yeah, it
0: was, but. You know, as a wrestling fan, all of that time is important and it's valued. So, uh, go watch it. Bash at the Beach, nineteen ninety six. Hogan's turn, his heel turn, biggest turn in history. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it was just great. So, fun episode. Still went an hour. Uh, Thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. We look forward to getting the shirts, look forward to the 100th episode. We're 92 in, eight more to go, four more weeks, and we're there. Um, Thank you to, and those shows are going to be, by the way, 99 we're going to record on Wednesday like we normally do. And then 100 we're going to record on that Saturday, release it on Sunday at noon. As long as I can put it together while hammered, Um, we'll be okay. It's going to be straight. It's going to be about probably everything. We're going to recap our favorite moments of the show. Uh, the guest spots we've had, we're gonna have guests returning. The Shiv's gonna be there. Nick's gonna be there. Uh, we're gonna have you know old guests, new guests. It's it's just gonna be a great time. We're gonna have our sponsors come up and talk if they if they like. We gave them the option. That's up to them. Uh, we look forward to it. Uh, thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not that area in British Columbia.
1: Boine, Main, Mountain Peak, yeah, some shit like I that. Don't know.
0: Thank you to Verizon. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC and Ben Meyer at Yark Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
1: Hulk Hogan, you can go straight to hell, motherfucker.